I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and this is The Last Best Thing. It's an interview show centered around one question. What is the last best thing you've watched, read, listened to, or eaten? I ask this question because people love talking about whatever they're enthusiastic about, and I love hearing about it. In today's episode, I'm joined by Liz. Hi, I'm Liz. So Liz is a podcast host of uh, the premier women's wrestling podcast out there, Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling. She's a pop culture connoisseur. She knows a lot about the worst reality shows out there. And um, I've known her since we were in high school. So I was really interested to ask her what she's been into recently. And she answered by telling me about the last best thing she's watched. And the last best thing I watched was Plus One. From there, we talked about rom-coms as a whole. We talked about weddings and wedding speeches. And then we really took a deep dive into diners and breakfast food. I had a lot of fun talking about this because I really like talking about breakfast. And surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, I have a lot of takes about weddings and wedding movies. Um, so overall, it was a really fun conversation. I hope you think so too. So this is me and Liz talking about Plus One. So Liz, the last best thing you watched was the movie Plus One. Tell me what you enjoyed uh, so much about it. So um, I... Okay, so I like a good rom-com, but <laughs> this was like a good rom-com. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think with uh, a lot of romantic comedies, they're just cheesy and you accept it. But this one actually had really good writing, really interesting characters. Mm. And it was like a little bit, um, it was more of a real... Like portrayal I'm like, of like, people? You know, portrayal, yes. That's <laughs> the exact word I was trying to think of. It's a real portrayal of relationships mm. and um, how, yeah, just like how these friendships can grow into romantic relationships. And it's not it's not cheesy. And that's what I liked about this movie. <laughs> yeah. So the movie is about, because I saw it too. Um, mm-hmm. I think I saw I only saw it yesterday. So I'm, it's pretty fresh in my mind. Nice. So it's about <laughs> two people in their late 20s. They're about to be 30. I want to say they're like, they don't say clearly, but they're like 28, 29, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, they look it. <laughs> yeah, who went to college together. And as it happens to everyone around that age, like everyone starts getting married at around that age. So they have to, go, they have like six weddings or something like that to go yeah, to. T- between the two of them. And yeah. so this is like the, the reason why I didn't watch it for so long because it's been on Hulu for a while, mm. uh, was because the premise is, you know, two friends agreed to go to each other's like <laughs> weddings as their dates. And yeah. it's like, that's dumb. Like nobody would ever <laughs> like really do it. That's like the only um, like incredible thing about this movie is like, this wouldn't happen. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> but hey, it, it sets it up for the rest of the story, which is what I liked about it. I, I also thought it was really well done. There's something that I can appreciate about it. And I don't know if it's because the characters seem to be around my age. Like, I don't yeah. know. The protagonist, her name is Maya. Maya what? I'm sorry. Oh, so the actress is Maya Erskine. Yeah. And that's the other reason why I watched it is because I've watched Pen15, which mm. she's like awesome in. Mm. Except in this movie, she plays an adult. <laughs> Right. So her character's name is Alice uh, and her best or it's not her best friend. I don't know. It's her college friend, Ben. Um, And they're the ones that go to these weddings together or agree to go to weddings together and be each other's like wingmen. Or actually, she is going to be his wingman (laughs) because she just got out of a relationship and she's not looking to like jump into uh, another relationship right away, which is also another like 
accurate portrayal, but well, maybe for some girls, like mm. in my case. <laughs> uh, and I think that's what I related to as well as being around the same age as them and having a little bit similar experiences to them. So maybe that's why I like, connected to the movie a little bit more. I also really liked how the main character, how Alice spoke most of the time and like the jokes yeah. she would say or the, the, the insults she would launch at Ben. Like they yeah. all seemed like someone real from my age would kind of speak that way, which <laughs> well, I do not see in rom-coms usually. Exactly. And the, I think maybe the the screenwriter who, who did this, he's younger too. Mm. Um, but also uh, Alice's character isn't like this dainty, like Hallmark Channel girl, uh, yeah. like her impressions that she was doing of <laughs> uh, Ben's girlfriend or the girl that he liked. <laughs> yeah. Or they do impressions throughout this movie and they're just like awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the, uh, my favorite impression was, so Ben is made, is portrayed by uh, Ben Quaid. Or some Quaid. He's some, he's a Quaid. He's a Quaid. He, yeah, he's the son of, of the big Quaid from The Parent Trap. I forgot his name. <laughs> but um, one of the impressions in the movie they make is he has really small lips. So they make like a really small mouth when imitating him. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. And they're like, that's the only way I know how to do the impression of you. <laughs> yeah. So other than the unrealistic um, premise to the movie of just like who wants to go to more weddings, right? Uh, everything else, like you think, was solid in this movie. Yeah, like and even like their takes on like the romantic comedy. Uh, mm -hmm. One of them was like they're talking about flowers. You know, like they talk about the stupid flowers in all these movies. We're like, I don't get flowers. Like, what's the <laughs> big deal? And um, but what, what did Alice say? She's like, it's not about like how long the flowers last. It's just like the reaction to getting a big sack of flowers. Like that's how she's like, described it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really cool how they, I, I did notice that they were poking fun at, at rom-coms in a rom-com, but it wasn't in a cheesy way. I think you yeah. nailed it when you said that it wasn't cheesy. That's yeah. overall what I would say about it. Yeah, and like I, uh, I, I was, I've been watching a lot of rom-coms just like to get in a better mood <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. And yeah. uh, this one, Book Club, was the other one that I watched where I was like, eh, it's not horrible. But uh, Plus One just really stood out. Uh, and it was like, what's it? Like the gra there's a graveyard sex scene. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> I don't think any other rom-com has that. <laughs> that a... was like one of my favorite scenes just because that is also like i think pretty realistic to couples in real life like <laughs> more of like the teenage like younger couples and they're older but like their relationship was a little bit more of a fun one hmm. and the, not like love at first sight you right. know so <laughs> and the i think the i think that points to the messiness of how things transition <laughs> from friendship to relationship right yeah. it's never it's uh, it's hardly ever the ideal way it's, yeah. it's there's gonna be some stumbling and missteps for it there's gonna be sex in a graveyard <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically speaking so what is this uh this other one book club about because i'm i'm thinking oh, book club yeah. was the, it's not the old lady one the it old... is old ladies oh, okay <laughs> it's uh jane fonda uh yeah. who was is it diane keaton i want to say yes yeah diane keaton and oh candace bergen and uh, Mary, um, uh, Ted Danson's wife, yes. Mary, the late, the lady that's like in everything lately. Um, in <laughs> everything says, with Will, isn't she in everything with Will Ferrell also? Yeah, Step Brothers. She's the yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah, the mom from Step Brothers. So like they are, uh, 
the the premise is like they're a group of ladies that meet together for book club. They decide to read Fifty Shades of Grey. And like <laughs> these are like sophisticated ladies. So when mm. they uh, are reading this book, it just is like kind of having them reevaluate their own relationships. And, and like, yeah, because it's an older take on it. Mm. Uh, like finding love later in life when you have like all these adult children. I wouldn't know about that yet. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and in this movie, I was thinking how... Uh, What's his name? Ben's dad, because yeah. he's already on his he's going on his third marriage. And Ben is like really um, he's just like cynical about it because right. he's like your marriages have already failed. But the dad has like this really uh, like f- like we're just like a nice outlook on it because he's like, I don't see my relationships as failures. And mm. like you just and that's kind of the theme of this movie is everybody getting married as, as who was it like one of the guys. uh this is after Ben, because Ben and uh, Alice break up. Yeah. And so they're asking, like, why Like, why did you do that? You had a good thing going. And mm-hmm. the guy tells them, like, you are like that guy at the ice cream shop <laughs> who samples every ice cream and doesn't buy anything. You yeah. suck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's telling him, he's like, you're not that great. You're not, like, hot shit. And yeah. he's like, but you go into these relationships and, like, you take a chance and you're just like in front of everybody, like, you're going in for it. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the dad's perspective. On, on his relationships is that he's got like this teenage like flair to him like he's getting uh like wasted with his old friends and <laughs> yeah. like the scene where him and his <laughs> friends are all drunk at their bachelor party yeah. i was like hey like this scene is very familiar to me because <laughs> this is what me and my friends act like yeah. i was like so old people are like us <laughs> <laughs> yeah the closer the closer we get to it the more we realize oh old people are humans too <laughs> We're not all that different. <laughs> I really liked, I, I actually really liked that about the movie. I think that was my favorite thing about the movie that despite it being this like, take like it points out all the weird things in rom-coms. Yeah. It is not cynical about marriage at all. Like it's kind of yeah. hopeful about marriage. Like it, it, <laughs> it portrays marriage in a very positive light and as something yeah. worthwhile, which I did not expect in something that has like, a scene with graveyard sex. <laughs> that was so nice. And again, it's it seems like more, more to our generation, I feel, because yeah. we can be as brash and inappropriate, but we're also, I feel, a little bit more open emotionally than past generations. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, so like when I was watching this movie, and I've watched it more than a few times already, <laughs> uh, it doesn't, it, it's just kind of like you're on... Like you're on the walk with them, it feels mm. like when you're watching it. It's like, I don't know, it doesn't take you out of reality. It's, uh, and and yeah, like it just made me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's overall what I what I got from it. It's mm-hmm. it, it made me feel good. And it made me feel good about being married, oddly enough. <laughs> Which is just yeah. like, yeah, see, it's like, I feel like the <laughs> movie got it. It's just like, it's it, we're going for it. It's, it's yeah, a thing. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in pop culture and like, uh, like TV where marriage is just like, uh, like don't do it. And like those mm. like yeah. dumb jokes of yeah. like being stuck with one person forever. But, um, and in this movie, they don't even talk about like forever, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. like for as long as we can, as long as we can stand. <laughs> yeah. 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 But overall it was super positive. I think. Yeah. Even though it made fun of weddings so much. And I, I loved how each wedding, like yeah. they would go to, into the speech, which is the worst part. 
of every wedding that I've ever been at. I hate the weddings with speeches to the point where in my wedding with my wife, we like we didn't have any speeches. Oh, you didn't? No, we just oh. we're not going to have anyone speak. Not our parents, not our no one. No one's going to speak. Yeah. I think yeah we did, but um, they were very short for the <laughs> for the for them. But I I love actually you know I love going to weddings, and I love seeing like the bad speeches because uh, and I've seen like some pretty like and I I think it also like sets the tone too for that that couple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like depending on who's giving the speech, you're like, mm, yeah, I don't know if this one's gonna last. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There was um, I'm tr one of the ones that made me the most uncomfortable was it was the the bride's dad. He went up to speak. Right. And he started like, you know, thanking everyone. And and then he like started saying that um, it's just a shame that we couldn't invite more people <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. And I'm like, whoa, who is oh. he, who is this targeted at? And yeah, I, yeah. I started looking around to see who looked angry. Uh, I couldn't spot anyone, but I was like, this is, this took a turn. Like, this is like an airing of grievances right before everything. And it was super uncomfortable. Oh, I, I can't remember. Oh, no, there was one that I went to where, um, yeah, like just like the long ones, just mm. the really long ones that they can't figure out how to wrap it up. Right. And so it, they, and they kind of have like this panic on them. Like they just don't know when to stop. And I don't know. I think it's the best. <laughs> no, I, I. I, I'm trying to think what other, because there are people like my wife really likes weddings. I can't stand weddings. I think uh -huh. the speech, the speeches are the worst part. <laughs> I think the, um, I don't know, just I, that question of like, oh, how do you know the bride and groom? It's just like I don't want to answer that, <laughs> like, twelve times in one night. It's just like, uh, yeah, we're we're here for a reason. Like, just, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I haven't been to many non-Mexican weddings. Mm. So all of the weddings that I've been to have been really cool because mm. <laughs> it's mostly, you already know everybody. Yeah. Because they're, it's like mostly your family and their families yeah. can be up to like a hundred people. Yeah. So all the weddings that I've been to have been really fun. Mm. I don't think I've been to a bad wedding yet. <laughs> you know, I actually really like going to white weddings. I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been to a couple, and what I like the most about them is because I don't like weddings. They're very short. Yeah, they and, are right. And they're like at noon, and then you're home <laughs> at three thirty, and that's it. It's like, oh, they had a ceremony, they had a nice little dance, they had a nice little lunch, whatever, and then they left, and everyone's home, and you see somebody like in shorts and a and a, and a polo shirt and stuff like that. <laughs> Just like it's not a big deal and it's not like this whole ceremony and there's no special dances or anything. It's just like, well, we're married. See you guys later. <laughs> I loved uh, those. It reminds me of like whenever I used to watch 18 kids and counting or whatever, like anytime they had their weddings, it was like the ceremony and then maybe you got some jello. <laughs> but then everybody went home right afterwards. I was like, wait, where's the party? <laughs> yeah. No, the party was like a tiny, tiny reception. I I've been to two mm -hmm. and they were the best. Like, I just, I wish I could go to more like them because it's just like, you can fit multiple ones in one day. That's how short they are. <laughs> and I think the shorter the wedding, the better. Oh, no. I'm, I get, um, 
like offended if it's too short. So I'm like, I'm taking my day to come and be with you at your wedding. Like I want some good food and drinks and there better be lots of Cumbia Kings playing. <laughs> that, that, I think that's how my wife felt too, because she like dressed up, you know, she yeah. did her hair. She got, she was worrying about what to wear. And then we get there and it's just like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. We're gone. And then it was like, the reception was like in a hallway or something, pretty much. <laughs> so you're just standing around and there's like okay oh. food. It was just like, I think like rotisserie chicken or something. But I loved it. I thought that was the best. I like how very polar opposite we are on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Liz, have you ever given a speech at a wedding? I Not have. your own. No, I have. <laughs> how did, how did um, that go? I made everybody cry. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, no, it wasn't, I don't know, it was kind of like a sad cry. <laughs> oh, wow. But um, it was, the bride had, uh, she had lost her mother like mm. a few months prior. So it was just more like if she had been there, you know, and okay. it was, it, it, I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about. Mm. And then, I don't know, like at the last minute, I just kind of like felt overcome <laughs> to talk right. about her mom. And um, like, I thought it was I thought it was nice, yeah. uh, but that's kind of like what dominated the whole speech. And um, yeah, I, I didn't want to make it too long either. So yeah, uh, yeah it was just, uh, yeah, it was very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've never, I've never given a speech at a wedding. I, I thought I was going to give a speech at a wedding once, but I, it didn't come to it. Uh -huh. um, but I was prepared to try and make the people laugh. And I think <laughs> it's better than I didn't because as I realized, like the things that I wanted to talk about, it had very little to do with the bride and groom. <laughs> it was all just me trying to work out material or something like that. Yeah. And that's the, the thing. It's like you don't want to go in with jokes because yeah. you're not as funny as you think you are. <laughs> exactly. Especially at a wedding when everyone's just trying to eat, right? Yeah. And it's funny because no like... Uh, my husband actually um, has given multiple speeches mm. and he thinks he's like the expert on it. So. <laughs> and he gives advice to everybody else. Like, no, you got to just keep it short and from the heart. And mm. like, yeah, just like don't go on too long. And uh, yeah, his speeches have been pretty good. <laughs> How many of his speeches have referenced Star Wars? That's my real question. None. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's impressive. Then then it is coming from the heart. <laughs> yes, he takes it very seriously. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, another thing in the in the movie that I really liked was the different um, like types of weddings that they saw. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> it was like super fancy ones in Hawaii, and then there was like a backyard wedding. All of those. I I have never been to a backyard wedding, but I feel like that would probably be the best type of wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, the one that I went to in the backyard was like. At, at a home, but it was like a huge yard. Um, yeah. And yeah, just like the food was all like really good. Um, Cause usually if it's in the backyard, it's gonna be homemade food. Um, yeah. My cousin had a wedding in my mom's backyard. He brought in a food truck. Oh, so that wow. that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. I, I there is, I, I'm not saying that there's all bad, like that weddings are all bad, but just for me, they're not, they're not really cool. They're like my least 
favorite <laughs> social interaction with people? Maybe it's because uh, I grew up on rom coms where I'm like, oh, I love weddings. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I love the dresses mostly. Like, I just like mm. the way it all looks. And if, and I will judge it though if you have bad food or uh, no alcohol, <laughs> right? What, <laughs> or dance music. <laughs> yeah. What would you say is are some of your favorite rom com weddings? Um. Oh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. That was like the, that was, I I don't have a lot of like favorite, well, I love rom-coms, but I don't think a lot of them are very good. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians was good. And yeah. so um, with Meryl Streep, uh, it's complicated with Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin. Oh, wow. Not a wedding movie. Yeah, okay. but it's a rom-com and Steve Martin's in it. Uh, and yeah, that one's just like a good romantic comedy and it's again not cheesy but that's those are probably the only and plus one are the only three that i can think of that are good romantic comedies and then as far as weddings um like 27 dresses was dumb but <laughs> i watched it because james marsden <laughs> um and then i'm trying to think of what other like wedding movies there are oh well like father of the bride yeah i was gonna say that's the steve martin one right yeah mm -hmm. that's i've i I think that's a good, like, I would say that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know if one. it's a rom-com, yeah. but I like it. The only thing that I don't like about that movie is that they try to make us think that he's poor. <laughs> and he owns a shoe manufacturer. Yeah. <laughs> and his house can host 500 people or however many that is. It's just like, you're not poor. Stop stop selling this With thing. With this unrealistic, a... yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, there's a lot of, Rom and that's the other thing too. A lot of these rom coms, um, where yeah, just like very unrealistic, where it's like these people who are in like higher tax brackets, <laughs> and everything just seems so. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just like very unrealistic. And in this one, you can tell like Ben, he's he's well off. He says he's a VP yeah. of a startup, but then he's golfing yeah. with his dad. So yeah. like, th that's how you know <laughs> yeah. they're golfing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as somebody golfs for fun. And at like in the middle of the week, that's yeah. how you know they're rich. <laughs> um, but yeah, off the top of my head, I can't think of any other wedding uh, movies that I really, really like or like left an impression. Yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> this is we saw it at the, in theaters when oh, it came out. Oh man, yes. And the wedding scene where the water floods the thing. Yeah, this I have never had this reaction before to. To, a, to like a wedding scene of any kind, but I audibly gasped. <laughs> like when the water came out, I went. <laughs> it was very funny. And like my wife turned to look at me like, what's happening? <laughs> it's a, oh yeah, like that's, everybody talks about that scene. I was alone yeah. when I went to go watch the movie. Uh, I went like on my day off and I'm so glad I saw it in theaters too because um, just the food scene at the beginning yeah. of, the, of the movie. Um, but yeah, that that wedding scene, if I was with people, like I maybe would have had like that cool reaction, but I was smiling. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah like you, you do it. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. But I, I can see why growing up with rom-coms would make people like weddings more i think maybe that's why yeah. my wife likes weddings more because she she did watch like she still watches rom-coms to this day oh yeah <laughs> there's another funny scene in the movie where it happens and they even reference it in the movie multiple times mm -hmm. where um maya i forgot alice right that's alice. her name mm -hmm. alice and and ben are at a diner 
<laughs> and he's having like diner food, you know, like I see onion rings on his plate and like a burger. And she's having fish with broccoli and she's drinking <laughs> orange juice, which is the most disgusting order I think you could possibly have at a well, diner, especially. His face says it all, too. He's just yeah. like he's and it's funny because at the beginning of the movie, when he's just friends with her, you know, he mm. You could see like the look of disgust on his face at her in a lot of like uh, interactions yeah. in a lot of scenes. But that one was the worst where he's just like, oh, my God, like, where did you where were you raised? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, tilapia is already a bad fish. Ooh, I can't that's a imagine, bad choice. I can't imagine a diner tilapia. No. Like, yeah. Being anything good. And then I've, I've, I've never had fish with orange juice. <laughs> I don't think I have either. Oh, weirdest, no. Yeah, that's so gross. <laughs> the weirdest combo I ever had with, with fish. Well, I had a tuna salad mm -hmm. and I was drinking a chai tea latte, which is odd. <laughs> I recognize that it's odd, but it's it's not it's not bad. I, I, I wouldn't do it again. I just so happened to, ha to like have to have ordered one and then needed to eat. I wouldn't do it again, but I wouldn't say it's bad. I wouldn't say it's orange juice and tilapia bad. Yeah, uh, I have my like go to's at diners. Uh, and I've only ever gone off once and it was like a tuna melt. But even mm. then, that's pretty like standard for a diner, I feel like. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like diners are good for breakfast and breakfast only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I only ever order uh, chicken fried steak and eggs. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that's that's a pretty legit order. Is there anything that you've seen people order at diners that you're like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, so there's buffalo chicken quesadilla. Yeah, and it was like the fried buffalo wings. They just cut it up and put it in this quesadilla. And I was just like, no, I can't do that. Um, <laughs> so wait, yeah. they took out like the bone? or Because I mean, as soon as I said that, I was so like, like, imagine oh. they're picking bones. <laughs> <laughs> so like boneless buffalo wings okay, okay. is what it was. And uh, they just cut it into pieces. Like a chicken in a quesadilla for me is already like, uh, you're getting a little too crazy with that, but at least make it grilled chicken or shredded okay. chicken. No, no, this was like with the 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 skin fried on it. Like, yeah, okay. that grossed me out. <laughs> and I tried, and I did try it, and I did not like it. So, okay, yeah. well, at least you tried it. <laughs> um, any, I I don't know of any other like gross co other than Joseph's salads that he gets at restaurants because they're just like doused in ranch. Um, yeah. Otherwise, like it's all pretty standard. Everybody gets like the burger or like pancakes. <laughs> yeah. I I think the only thing that I've seen really weird was I, I used to go to Waffle House a lot back when you could go out to places <laughs> and uh, you can get like fancy, like the hash browns, you can really get them done up. You can put like onions or cheese or uh, like ham or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know why it grossed me out because I, I would usually <laughs> go and sit at the bar. But somebody ordered their hash browns all like fully loaded, which is just like everything on them. And then they put syrup on top. Whoa. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man, no. I felt like I had to move. Like I didn't want to I didn't want to see that. I can't be me. around this. <laughs> Which oh. I mean, it's it's all good. I I can see. I'm okay with some um, residual syrup getting on your hash browns, <laughs> but bathing your hash browns in syrup, syrup I'm gross. Not, yeah, I'm not for it. Um, I don't know if it counts as a diner, but in Phoenix, there's Lolo's Chicken and Waffles, or mm -hmm. and I, I guess like in California, there's um, Ross 
Is it yeah, Roscoe's? Roscoe's. I think it's Roscoe's. Um, so chicken and waffles is like a legit combo. <laughs> yeah, I, and I actually enjoy I enjoy chicken and waffles too. But I don't know. It was just something about. I saw it come straight from like the griddle, and then <laughs> it was the it was the quantity of syrup that yeah. he put on there. Like it was too, it was more than enough. Like if he would have put that much syrup on his waffle, I would have been like, "Oh man, this guy's just having syrup." You know what <laughs> I mean, it was just like it's just an excuse to eat syrup, and that I think that's what grossed me out more so than the hash browns themselves because hash browns are good, independent <laughs> of what you put on them. I'm not a big fan of hash browns. Um, oh. I will get the potatoes. What are they? The Yeah, just like regular potatoes. Yeah, like the diced ones or yeah. the cubed ones, however. Yeah, I, I'm not big on fries in general. So, okay. yeah, like I won't go crazy with hash browns or, yeah. <laughs> I love hash browns. I've tried making them at home. Yeah. <laughs> and it just never comes out the same. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like it's they're just not dry enough or something like that. Or my pan's not hot enough, but it's oh. never as good as getting them at a diner. I, like, I want to get a griddle. I was going to say, do you for... have an iron skillet? No. <laughs> I, Maybe. Ruined, I ruined our iron skillet. <laughs> How did you do that? Those are, like, indestructible. <laughs> no, it was just, I, get, I let it get oxidized to the point where it's just like, oh. this is not worth repairing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Man. So I got to get back on that. <laughs> That's a lot of effort. <laughs> it was a it was an like an insane amount of neglect <laughs> it was just like after seeing the way that iron pan was treated i was just like yeah maybe hold off on children <laughs> you don't deserve to have a skillet <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i've been trying to make it just at, on non-stick pans and then um i've been looking in 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 this whole quarantine thing uh-huh. i've been looking at more videos of people cooking on griddles yeah. To the point where my TikTok for you feed is exclusively <laughs> videos of people on griddles. <laughs> but uh, that's my like one of my dreams is just having a place to do actual hash browns like waffle. <laughs> my standard is Waffle House. Waffle House level hash browns at home oh, would be okay. like I've arrived. Well, then I guess I want to ask you how you feel about McDonald's hash browns. because <laughs> I like I like McDonald's hash browns, too. But it's kind of like I hold McDonald's to a different standard than everything. <laughs> um, like the, a McDonald's burger compared to like a, let's say Shake Shack burger is not good, mm-hmm. but there's something special about a McDonald's burger. Oh the yeah, fact that you can get the same thing anywhere in the world, right? <laughs> like that is special. Like I think McDonald's found a way to have hash browns that are independent of who lays their hands on them. You're gonna get the same thing. Oh well, yeah, like they're already pre-made. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that that's why it's just like they're good, and you know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, you they're get, they're reliable. Can, yeah, you, like we've been to a Denny's here that we only went once because the hash browns were gross, the bacon was gross, the eggs oh. were gross, and it's just like how how do you mess this up? <laughs> what do you um, what about like fancy diners? Like oh, okay. actually, there was one that um, that closed recently, but its closing was one of the greatest tragedies of 2019 for me. <laughs> um, it was it was like. Mockingbird Diner, that's what it was called. And uh-huh. it was like, it looked like an old country church, like, you know, with like a steeple. Yeah. But on the inside, it was like all concrete and modern. Yeah. And like super open. And it was a diner. Like you would go and get breakfast food or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the one thing they had on the menu that I was like, this does not belong here. They had chilaquiles. Yeah. Which is like, okay, what? It, I never, I didn't see a single brown person in that place. And it's like, why like, are what you, are you going to do to this? <laughs> exactly. So I ordered them. I ordered them just to be like, 
just to, just to have something to yeah. troll. And they were honestly the best chilaquiles I've ever had in my life. Were they like traditional too? They were. Yeah, oh, they were. They were nice. green, green sauce. And then they had like soft scrambled eggs in there. And they were just executed to a perfect level. I came back every weekend <laughs> from January to April of 2019 to eat those chilaquiles. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a fancy diner. It was just like, it was a diner, but it was fancy. It wasn't like cheap. Like, you know, Waffle yeah. House, you can eat for like six bucks. Yeah, no. So, so fancy diner. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I would constitute a fancy diner if it's not like Waffle House or five in diner. In, and I just moved uh, from Phoenix. So we were there for like 13 years mm. um, and we would hit up like all the good breakfast spots. Breakfast is my favorite. It's the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so five in diner. Yeah, you had just like your standard good diner food. But there's this one place called Ellie's and um, it was it was like in the it was in the neighborhood. Um, so they had like good music. It was like always, yeah. they were always playing like eighties dance music. Um, <laughs> and they had like all the cocktails, a bunch of really like craft coffee drinks. Oh, yeah. And even just like their pot, like their regular brewed coffee was amazing. Um, they did this thing called the Dutch pancake. Oh. And you have, if you, you can order it in advance and tell them that you're coming because the wait was always like half an hour. So you could call them before you got to the restaurant and place okay. the order for it because it takes half an hour to cook. Oh, wow. But it is cooked in a skillet and it's like this big pillowy pancake that they put powdered sugar and lemon on top of. And then you get syrup on. It's so good. But um, <laughs> the rest of their food was pretty good. Uh, so Ellie's Diner. And then there's this one spot in California. And I wouldn't call it fancy. It was a Mexican breakfast place. Okay. It was called Jenny's Country Kitchen. I don't know exactly where in California it was. It's like L.A. area. But we found yeah. it on the way to Burbank. Okay. Oh, my God. Their Mexican food. Because it's all Mexican food, too. So they had chilaquiles. They had huevos rancheros. And it was the best breakfast that we've ever had so oh, i have wow. it saved on my maps for whenever we go back because <laughs> driving it was, back to burbank yeah it was <laughs> i will go out of the way for it it was spicy um like it, it was just yeah it was perfect and living in phoenix i couldn't find really good mexican food mm. we're out here in denver can't find any good mexican food <laughs> so i have like my list of uh restaurants to hit up whenever we get to travel again <laughs> you know when because I went to Denver for the first time last year and mm -hmm. like Denver's the birthplace of Chipotle, right? And it's like the birthplace of those big burritos. Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of don't like those burritos because no. it's like they do too much. But yeah. <laughs> I heard that like traditionally they were first invented as like breakfast burritos. So I'm like, all right. I, I forgot what the name of the place was, but it was right next to this beautiful Catholic church in like close to downtown. Hmm. And there was a long line and they claimed to be one of the first people to do that type of burrito and it was like a big breakfast burrito had a bunch of stuff in there like eggs potatoes chile and then they like covered it in a little bit of like tomatillo salsa yeah and it, it wasn't mexican but it was actually very good <laughs> and like a couple of other breakfast places that we went to out there had a variation of that and that thing was so good that i tried it at another place just to be like oh these, yeah. these are good and no they weren't they were nowhere near as good as that one so i don't know Maybe you just got to find a, a good, even, even like I said, my fancy diner was not Mexican at all, Yeah. but they did really good chilaquiles. Well, you know, what's funny is there's this uh, one place in, in Phoenix too, and they were also a, 
I guess they were like a French breakfast place. Mm. But all the cooks and the owners were, I, I, they had to be Mexican. They all spoke Spanish really well. Um, <laughs> yeah. And their specialty was their chilaquiles, but it wasn't traditional. Yeah. It wasn't like what we're used to, but it was, it was like fancy chilaquiles mm. and it was so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they made it, but like, that's why, like you would go back there for those chilaquiles, and even though yeah. they're not like going to be your traditional ones, it was still really, really good. And it was just <laughs> funny because like you, they were, I, I'm pretty sure they were Mexican and they were just not doing it your traditional way. Also, right. it was, it was called Cafe Fame. They also had the best pancakes and I stand mm. by that. <laughs> Are you more of a pancake person than a waffle person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Easily. I, I love I love pancakes more than almost anything. <laughs> the one good thing that's come from from this whole quarantine thing is that I've started making pancakes every Sunday. So oh, nice. Like, Do you try different pancakes or you just no. go straight like this quick mix? <laughs> yeah, I just go straight. Whatever is available because like not everything has been available. So uh, there's this fancy mix that they sell at Whole Foods. I forgot what it's called, but it's it's Whole Foods fancy. And I felt kind of bad getting it once, but because I'm like, who am I? Who have I become <laughs> that I'm buying my pancakes at Whole Foods? But it was honestly very good. It made the fluffiest pancakes and it just required water and it was had no preservatives, right? And all, all that Whole Foods promise. And it was amazing. Like, so I've been looking out for that mix again. But yeah, I, so. I am pretty basic. And so if I find a good pumpkin <laughs> pancake mix, I like hold on to it. And the one from Trader Joe's is so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Pancakes are are definitely the best just pancakes and bacon that's that's the recipe for a good day for me ah nice say so i have to have my two eggs and mm. chorizo <laughs> and yeah and maybe some toast <laughs> yeah. yeah just i i could i could ha don't get me wrong i could have all that stuff but if it comes down to like the bare essentials pancakes mm -hmm. bacon i'm good to go I, you will not hear me complain for the rest of the day <laughs> So, oh, well, yeah. we got off that, uh, off the movie. <laughs> no, it's all good because, I mean, the movie got us here with, yeah. the, uh, with their diner scene. I, I'll talk about breakfast food all day, but yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to let the listeners know about Plus One or about uh, Maya Erskine in, in general? Oh, my gosh. Maya Erskine, I think, is like my new favorite actress, creator, person. Because like, uh, I, I, if I can find like a good um, show... Or just anything like by a, a by a female writer, mm. um, I wanted I want to try and get it out there. But yeah, Pen Fifteen is probably one of the funniest shows out there right now. And maybe it's just because like I relate to a lot a lot more because it was it's a time period where we grew up. Mm. So when we were in middle school, that's when this show takes place. Okay, and it is just so funny because it's from um, like the adolescent girl's perspective. So it just like <laughs> takes me right back into like all the embarrassing and like uncomfortable like moments of uh, <laughs> like seventh grade and stuff. Yeah. And so, but she is so funny in that. Cause like her, you know how she did her impressions in this movie? Yes. She does a lot of that on pen 15. <laughs> uh, Cause like she's, she's like the class clown uh, like in one, one episode, she's like telling her dad, she's like, yeah, I'm getting really good at my Ace Ventura impression. <laughs> like the whole class laughed at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember Ace Ventura impressions. They were everywhere. <laughs> and 
so that uh, so she's on that show Pin Fifteen. She created it, and the girl uh, in Plus One that comes, she's at the wedding. Um, I don't remember whose wedding it was, but it was the one where Alice goes outside to smoke with all the old dudes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it so. Was. So right before that, there's a girl that she's talking to, and she's like, oh, my God, like, I didn't know you were going to be here. And uh, <laughs> that's the girl, the other creator of Pen15. Oh, okay. Yeah, their interaction was super funny. She just walks away. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Maya Erskine is probably, like, I, I want to see her do more stuff, uh, and I'll, like, watch anything she's in now just because of that show and this movie. Cool. Yeah, the movie was great. I don't like rom-coms, but I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, go out there and watch it. Thanks for talking to me about this, Liz. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad we could discuss this movie because I'm going to go watch it again. The Last Best Thing is produced, recorded, and edited by me, Rodrigo Nunez. I want to thank Liz once again for joining me and talking with me about Plus One. It's available on Hulu or you can rent it on Amazon like I did. Um, again, her podcast is called The Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling. It's available wherever podcasts are found. And you can find her on Twitter at Inga McKinley. If you like this episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser and share it with a friend because that's the way more people know about the show. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This is the Irrelevant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.